everybody. Welcome back to the last episode of our conversation about getting better as a leader. We started this whole conversation looking at the reality that leaders are needed more now in our society than ever. Leadership makes a difference in the community. It makes a difference in our world. It makes a difference in businesses and families. And we're helping you get better. And most importantly, our big vision is to help you become the kind of leader that the people on your team want to follow. There is a difference between being a leader that people have to follow and being a leader that people want to follow. So we're going to wrap up our conversation. We're going to look at two more practical ideas that will help you get the ball down the field in your local leadership context. I'm excited about these two ideas because for me personally, they have made a massive difference in my ability to improve my growth over the long haul. So idea number five is this. It's to carve out space for growth. It seems pretty obvious, doesn't it? You're like, yeah, thank you for telling me to carve out space for growth. But when we get busy, our growth as a leader usually is the thing that gets pushed to the side. You have too much to do, too too many things to accomplish, lots of appointments, objectives, and that part of your role, which is you improving, gets pushed to the side. I'm talking about reading books, listening to podcasts. Thank you for listening, by the way having conversations with mentors, uh, finding somebody who can coach you and encourage you as a leader. All of these play into your improvement, but if it's not on the calendar, it's not going to happen. So I want to encourage you to find time to make it a top priority to put it in your calendar and say, this is the time where I'm going to get better as a leader. One thing I've been experimenting with that has really helped me is actually coaching myself. Now, that seems a little bit kind of a funny idea, but I'll put an hour on my calendar where I'll take several big problems that I'm wrestling through as a leader, and I'll develop some action steps, maybe even some ways of thinking. So I did this actually yesterday. I took my journal out, and I said, okay, what are the top five to six problems that I'm facing right now? I feel stuck in a couple areas. And I just went one by one and I said, I asked myself some questions. I said, okay, self, how would you think about this if you were a better leader? And I actually really enjoyed that process because that space, call it window time, call it margin time, that space allowed me to get above the fray. It allowed me to get on the balcony of my life and my leadership But it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't in my calendar, because if it wasn't in my calendar, I would have been in meetings, I would have found myself answering emails, I would have found myself being drawn to lesser activities. And I have discovered for me personally that when I schedule the time, when I carve out the space, it makes all the difference. So as you pick your area of growth, use that space, an hour, I want to encourage you to pick an hour to two hours a week that you're focused on growth taking notes, you're thinking, meditating, and this would be different than your spiritual practices. You know, I also find it very helpful every day to have a time for me as a pastor where I'm reading the Bible, and this is not just a pastor thing, this is a follower of Jesus thing, where I'm reading the Bible and I'm praying, and I have found that Jesus is better at life than anybody else. He has better instructions, and he has so much to say about both life and leadership, And that one hour a day for me has been phenomenal for my growth over the long haul. But I also take time, in addition to that, that spiritual focus to focus on leadership, where I'm reading books like Good to Great by Collins, or I'm reading Lencioni's books, or listening to podcasts on leadership, and that dedicated space helps me improve. That's idea number five, carve out space for growth. 
Idea number six, and this has been another conversation I've been having with several mentors and coaches, and it's to clarify your yeses and nos as a leader, to clarify the things that you say yes to and the things that you say no to. Now, if you're able to, probably a lot of you are walking or driving or working out, but if you're able to, I want to encourage you to write down on a piece of paper a funnel. And I want you to think about your leadership from a funnel when you're making decisions. And actually, as you go down the funnel, you can think about your leadership in terms of years or decades. And what I've noticed is that when you start in the journey of leadership, you're saying yes to a lot more things. But as you continue, that funnel narrows. By the time you've been leading for 20 to 30, maybe 40 years, there should be fewer and fewer things that you're saying yes to because you've clarified your calling more. And on the front end, you know, we've, we've had younger leaders that have come into our organization and leadership development is a huge value. I remember one time there's a younger leader who had asked to get mentored and uh, I said, oh, yeah, sure, well, I'll, I'll mentor you. How about this project if you want to take this project? And he's like, oh, no, I have too much on my plate. He didn't want to take on the project because he had too much on his plate, but that project was the means by which he would have been mentored by me or by another person on our team. So he said no to something he should have said yes to. He was on the front end of the journey. So I have found it to be helpful to map out growth and to think of growth in terms of decades to say, what are most people who are great leaders, what were they focused on in their 20s? What were they focused on in their 30s and 40s? And you can get in conversations. So for example, somebody who's in their 60s who you really respect, say to them, when you were in your 20s, how were you approaching leadership? What were the things that you were saying yes to? What were the things that you're saying no to? So if you organize your yeses and your nos based on vision, based on values, based upon the stage of life that you're in, the season of life that you're in, I would also add to this that sometimes as a leader, you get unhealthy, at least I have in seasons of my life. I'm talking emotionally, spiritually. And when you get into that place, you're saying no to a lot of things, and yes to a few things so that you can get healthy again. Also, I would encourage you to think of this in terms of priorities. So there are things that are more important than other aspects of your life and saying yes to the right priorities, and you're getting narrow and you're focused over time, starting wide, going narrow over the years and over the decades. Clarify your yeses and your nos. As you do this, you'll continue to improve as a leader. What do you need to say yes to? What do you need to say no to? And where is the time in your calendar for growth? Just think about those questions, apply them. Again, this conversation is aimed to help you get better as a leader and to help you improve in your context as a team. So we have found it very helpful as a staff and our church to have conversations around these subjects. So to take a podcast, download the show notes, listen to it. I want to encourage you listen to the whole conversation each episode, then come together and talk about it and apply it to your context. You'll get better and the people on your team will get better. Hey, I hope that you found this helpful. I hope that you've gotten some really practical things that you can do this next month to apply into your context. We're gonna come back next month and we're gonna continue the conversation about getting better, but we're gonna shift our focus and we're gonna talk about how do you get better as an organization We have been saying this with our team. As you get bigger, it gets harder to get better. So you have to think differently about growth as the organization grows. You have to think differently about getting better as you get bigger. So I want to encourage you to tune back in next month. That'll be month four. And we're going to talk about how do you get better as an organization, as a team. Thank you so much for listening. I want to encourage you to rate this, review it, 
share your comments, let us know what was helpful, and subscribe to it. As you subscribe to it, that will help us get the word out to more people, more leaders. Again, you've been listening to the Echo Leadership Podcast. This is Andy Wood. I've been your host, and I look forward to seeing you back here next month as we continue our conversation together. 